Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Alright, welcome to a very special quick episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we usually take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. But today on the show, this is just a little bonus. I've got my mom on. Uh, just the other day, I went over to her house to watch Jaws in anticipation of the main episode that we did, the Breaking It Apart episode, which went up on Friday, which you should check out if you haven't yet. Uh, but I figured I was going to have to watch it in preparation for that, and I know my mom loves shark movies, especially Jaws, so I figured I'd go over there and watch it with her. And as soon as we finished, I turned on the recorder and we recorded a little something. So, uh, I do encourage you to check out the rest of the show. We've got 130-something episodes out there. If there's a movie you've watched and you want to hear me and a guest get into what movies we think inspired it, lots of great content for you guys to check out go check out some of our other episodes subscribe wherever it is you listen to podcasts you can follow us on social media at piecing pod and uh with that said let's get into this little chat with my mom the now uh, 45 years. 45 45 years old yep see ron and valerie taylor yeah real sharks they are like the superstars of the, the elvis of the shark world. I just want to see that name, if I'm right. How many times have you seen this, do you think? Uh, between 50 and 100. And I could be low-balling it. And you, how many times in the last couple of months? Uh, interview of Peter Benchley, the author. Uh-huh. Um, I probably saw it a dozen times in the last month alone. It's been running late at night. Why do you love Jaws so much, Mom? I don't know, because I used to go to the beach all the time when I was a kid. But I think that it's just that it's a shark is like an unimaginable creature. It's like a dinosaur, and yet it still exists. Did you ever uh, have to deal with any sharks on the East Coast at the beach? No, but I took you to Sheepshead Bay when you were a little boy. Uh And they came in with the fishing boats, and they were throwing out all their couch, their catches... And sure enough, there were baby sharks, but you were like three years old, so you wouldn't remember. And they were holding them up for you, and you just thought it was so funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny? Yeah, you left. Oh. Yep. They didn't want them. They were so little. You know, not even uh, six inches, probably. What about the sequels? Oh, God. Two is great. Three is the stupidest movie ever made. Um, and four, I love because it's like, ultimately stupid 
It's just the shark is following them to Nassau. It is following them. She knows it's looking for its family uh, uh, to kill the remaining uh, survivors of the family. Four is a pisser, an absolute pisser. Three is just for morons. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll uh, watch some of the other ones one of these days. Uh, we're going to do an episode on Jaws. And of course, we're going to talk about the movies that were inspired by Jaws. And there's, of course, a million of them. So, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be recording that soon. But what do you think? What are some of the big ones, do you think? I love all the Piranha movies, uh -huh. as awful as they are. I love uh, things like uh, Octo Croc and <laughs> those kind of movies. Um, uh, Crawl is amazing mm -hmm. with like a half a dozen alligators. Um, yeah, uh, absolutely. Anaconda, you and I went together in the Poconos. We were so worried about Ice Cube, whether he would live or die. Uh -huh. And that's why he wasn't in the show at Thomas and Mac, the Up in Smoke show that we went to with Dre and M and Snoop because he was busy filming Anaconda. No, uh, Anaconda came out way before that. I don't think so. And then also the second one is really terrible. The uh, Anaconda, the search for the blood orchid, something. Oh my God. <laughs> there are these morons in laboratories. I call those movies MFM, MBM. Made, made for morons, made by morons, and yet I love them dearly. I don't know, they're like modern day Dracula and Frankenstein. MFM, MBM? Yeah, made for morons, made by morons. That's a hashtag right there. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> You mentioned uh, in the middle of the movie, you mentioned Orca. <gasps> Wonderful. Richard Harris, Charlotte Ramping. They catch a female whale. And while she's up on the hook, you won't believe what happens. Uh. Horrible. The female whale is pregnant and the fetus comes flying out of the female whale. And everybody is horrified. They realize they've done this terrible, terrible thing. But then they go out to sea anyway. And the hubby, the male orca, sees they're out at sea and they killed his wife and his baby. And he takes care of them one by one by one. I think he let Charlotte Rampling live for some reason. But, oh, Richard Harris's death scene was amazing. The way he flung him up against the ice. Ooh, it was It was just... He just went after every single one of them. I also, my favorite movies actually are not in the water. Any bear movie, <laughs> for, <laughs> Grizzly Park has to be the best worst movie ever made. I watch it every time, but it's not on enough. And that one is great. Like when the grizzly's paw swaps at the, swipes at the girl's breasts and her implants go flying. <laughs> Then they don't know, is that a real bear in the window? Or one of them wearing a bear mask? Any of the, oh, and then there was a movie, Grizzly, way before you were born, because everybody that was in it is dead, like tall Western guys, and Richard Jekyll, who was a little Western guy, and he ate them all too, I think. Mm. Uh, love bear movies, and the movie The Bear is fabulous too. 
And there's almost no dialogue in that movie whatsoever. That's a that's a very different one. The, very much so, yeah, because I think they only talk at the end. Yeah. The uh, travel, the hunters or trappers or whatever. I also like, um, I guess, wild animal movies. <laughs> you know, and I like, follow. Like you mean documentaries, or you mean like oh, just yeah. anything with a wild animal? Yeah, pretty much. I just can't watch a lion eat a zebra uh. while it's still alive. If he wants to choke the zebra to death and then eat it, okay, I can watch that. Okay. But I can't watch him in the actual act of eating it while it's living. That's a little disgusting. Well, you named a lot of movies inspired by Jaws that are actually great or so bad they're good. But right. there's a lot also that are just terrible in this kind of genre. Like, for example, a year or two ago, we went and saw The Meg in the theater. <laughs> and it was just, it wasn't so bad as good. It was just terrible. Yep. What, what do you think those kinds of movies, the ones that don't have any fun, what, like, what are they missing? Well, we went to see The Meg because I wanted to see Jason Stratham in the shower scene. Uh-huh. However, CGI effects in many cases, in my opinion, in many cases, they just fucking blow. I, I give me good old black and white Godzilla from like 55 or something like Another that. Another series of movies that the new ones have mostly sucked. Godzilla. Yeah. Horrific, absolutely horrific. I don't want to see a modern King Kong. I like the old guy in the jungle, you know, with Fay Ray screaming. And I've seen probably about four of those King Kongs mm-hmm. now that I think about it. Yeah, no, I love, and then that goes back to my love of Dracula and Frankenstein and, oh, the Wolfman. Oh, my, yes. I just, you can't hear Ryan Gosling's going to play the Wolfman? Get out. (laughs) He's got a six-pack. That's ridiculous. (laughs) He'll be a sexy Wolfman. Yes, he will be. Even a man who is pure at heart and says his prayers at night can become a wolf when the wolfbane grows and the autumn moon is bright. And those words were uttered by little old Maria Uspenskaya in the original <laughs> Wolfman movie. Uspenskaya. Wow. Yeah. Well, oh, I, I love that stuff. Any other thoughts about Jaws before we wrap this I up? I think it's beautifully filmed. Uh, there's not a whole lot of character development. I find it fascinating that the star of the movie, who is Bruce the shark is probably in less than 30 minutes of actual filming time. Mm. And yet you wait for him the entire movie. He's kind of like um, the whipped cream on top of the ice cream, if you will. And, is this your favorite Spielberg? Um, it probably is better than the Raiders to me. Mm-hmm. What else did he do? Jurassic Park. Close oh, I, yeah, I like the original a lot. Yeah, uh, I remember once when we went to see one of the Jurassic Parks and I think the lawyer was eaten alive by two dinosaurs and you turned to me, and this is 20 years ago, and you said to me something like, that's how I want to die. Still is. Being ripped in half by two dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, No, Spielberg is a genius. Did I tell you that my my late girlfriend, Honey, went to a bar mitzvah and it was Orthodox Jews Mm -hmm. and everybody had to sit on different sides, the men on one and the women on the other because they don't mix. And she looks to the side of her and she sees the skinny little man sitting there. She says to him, you look so familiar. 
It was Steven Spielberg, and it was his nephew being bar mitzvahed in Silver Spring, Maryland. Wow. Uh-huh. Oh, I am six degrees of separation from everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So there. Well, uh, I always ask everybody who's on the show, do you have another movie you watched recently you'd like to recommend to our listeners? I don't think your listeners would like it, but... If you really want to get into something that's very light and frothy and completely make-believe, every time it's on, I pretty much watch Notting Hill. Mm. It is just the most delightful. Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts and funny and... Sharktopus and Notting Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Absolutely. I love that. Of course, my favorite movie, can you guess, of the last 10 years? Um, favorite movie of the last 10 Maybe years. 15. Is Vin Diesel in it? Nope. Oh. I'll give you a hint. The initials of the name of the movie are T.T. Tropic Thunder. Boom, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I watch that every time it's on, too. Dad thinks I'm crazy because I keep watching old movies over and over. But if I enjoy it, oh, what the heck? Why not? Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's also my sense of humor. And Robert Downey just stole that picture like a, mm, like a mother. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Mom. It was fun Anytime. watching Jaws with you. Anytime. My pleasure. I hope you come back in a month or two. <laughs> come on, everybody. Hi, this is Wax Tracks Records here on 2909 South Decatur. We buy all your old 45s, your old albums, any type of music memorabilia. Also, we sell music memorabilia, albums, CDs, and a lot. Come on down to Wax Tracks, 2909 South Decatur, or give me a call at 702-362-4300. Thank you very much. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation with my mom. It's always fun to get my parents on the show whenever I can. I'm sure we will get them back again sometime soon. So thank you, everybody, as always, for listening. And, you know, again, if you're new to the show and you haven't listened, we do have like 130-something episodes to go back and check out. I always say, you know, we do get into spoilers on everything as we're getting deep into these movies. So make sure it's a movie that you've seen and then... Go listen to the episode. There is a lot to check out. A lot of really fun ones. I love having all kinds of new guests on. Everybody kind of brings a little bit of a different personality and a, a different approach to the whole puzzle pieces thing. And it, uh, it it's a show that I love doing, and I'm really happy that you're all out there listening. So make sure you're subscribed wherever it is you listen to podcasts. Share the show if you enjoy it. You can also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. We also have a Patreon where uh, for a few bucks a month you get early access to advanced episodes as well as some uh, exclusive content from my music. So... You know, we always close out the show with a piece of my music, and uh, we're going to do that here in a minute, but exclusive music over on the Patreon, so check that out too. And uh, last but not least, our Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces group is a Facebook group where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. So if you're on Facebook, you like talking movies, you want a cool group with a lot of great people to talk about movies with, great group to do it in, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. And one last thing before we close out the show with a piece of music, um, I am running a contest right now for a Mondo Jurassic Park 
jigsaw puzzle, which is super, super cool. And you can win it over on our website, piecingpod.com. There are details there in the show notes for this episode. And uh, what can I say? I want to do a whole lot more contests in the future. We're we're trying to do them as often as possible, but uh, this is a really cool one. This jigsaw puzzle is super cool. Mondo does some great artwork prints, and uh, this one being Jurassic Park, I figured this would be the perfect time to give this thing away. So check it out over on piecingpod.com, enter the contest, and you can win it. So let's close this thing out with a piece of music, as we always do. And, you know, anybody who knows my mom knows she's a big dog person. And so I figured I would close this out with a track from my little comedy project that may or may not get released later this year after many, many years of just basically being finished and sitting on my hard drive. And I really should release it one of these days. It's called The Pup Pups, and it's all songs about my dogs and cats and... This is one of the first Pup Pup song that was finished over 10 years ago. Uh, it's called The Hungry Pups, and I've considered maybe not including this one on the album because it's not as family-friendly as the rest of the tracks. I mean, there's a weed reference in this song, so I don't know. The rest of the album is very, very family-friendly, so it's like, do I want to cloud it up with this track? I don't know. But uh, it, it's funny, and it's fun, and I probably will include it because, you know, whatever. Uh, So anyway, this song is called The Hungry Pups, and it is uh, sung by me, the Sadie Pup, rest in peace, Phoenix, rest in peace, oh my god, Uh, Lily Bear, and Harvey. So enjoy The Hungry Pups from The Pup Pups, and we'll be back with more Piecing It Together coming up real soon. My name's Harvey. My name's Mommy and daddy been busy Working hard but they're gonna come home for you I know you feel that little tummy growl Sometimes we even feel it too But I'm promising you right now Mommy and daddy gonna give you food Got a bad case of munchies And Phoenix is crying like a shh About those little kibble crunchies
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.